ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Here comes the ready and now. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on, welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Good morning. Too much soccer. It's a, I've hit the wall <laughs> already. Good morning, Candace and one Richard. Morning. I know we're one a week. But it's four games a day. Starts at nine, it never ends. Hello to you, Candice. Good morning, everyone. You'll cop four rugby league games a week. You won't worry about yeah, that. Gets... It's a 12-hour thing. It's just they're long days. Uh, Iran beat Wales 2-0. Senegal beat Qatar 3-1, so that's probably the end of the host. Netherlands and Ecuador 1-1. And in the game, a lot of people got up for this morning. Uh, England and USA 0-0. I think nil, you're nil. just over the soccer because you don't do the commentary for it. Yeah. You're just dirty well, on that, that, aren't you? Mean? No, you're dirty on it. <laughs> you're dirty what on that? it. Yeah, no, yeah. I admire the soccer commentators like Martin Tyler. He's on his own. Would he you like talks. to do it? No, not at all. You would. I could no, I promise you I would. Absolutely I cannot not. sit through two hours of my afternoon or morning or that for, for no score either side. You know, I'm, I am raised on rugby codes and AFL where, you know, AFL, 100 each side. That's my idea oh, of story. The soccer people are going to oh, hate no, you. they hate me already. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You and Peter Fitzsock. What about the tri right during the week? Why didn't the Socceroos have a go? Well, we're playing the <laughs> Come on, mate. It's like, it's like running a class one horse against a group one horse. <laughs> anyway, so we've got Socceroos and World Cup to talk about. Justin Langer. Oh, dear. Uh, we'll get to that. His... I listened to his interview. Very long. Mostly not about controversial stuff. Uh, All right, that's good. And uh, Candice's quiz is back. Rusty is back as well with his uh, motorsport update and plenty of stuff going on in the world of sport. You can call us anytime. One triple three five three triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park. Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. All right, Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, the cricket starts this Wednesday, isn't it, Candice? Absolutely. Cannot uh, wait. And you'll hear it live here on Triple M. It's in Perth, uh, the first test uh, at Optus. But that pitch is becoming like the whacker, so it's going to be fast and fiery. And you talked about the weather and it's going to be boiling hot and they're going to grow grass on the pitch. They're going to leave a bit of grass on there, so... Could be. Don't look at me like that, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> We're live. We can't. We can't. Hey, we can't not, edit this out. I'm not saying they're going to be playing Bob Marley music between overs. <laughs> oh, is that what you meant? Uh, but but the story that will not go away is the exit of Justin Langer. It's now been what? Well, almost a year, I suppose. It was the Ashes. Really, was his last hurrah. Um, he gave an interview during the week. Now, when that interview was, is uh, we're not certain. I think it was a little while ago, Candice. I think Candace. it was a little while ago. I mean, but a little while, how much? Like a month or two ago, okay. and it's just right. um, come out this week. So the Telegraph dropped that uh, smart business, doing it just before the start of the test season, probably a quiet day. Let's drop the Justin Langer story. But, Rich, you heard this interview where, look, the quotes make him seem like, I've got to be honest, 
The quotes make him seem like a whinger. But, well, but but I'm only going by the quotes, and I didn't hear the interview. They do they do cherry pick what they want to take out of the interview. It was quite a long podcast, and he spoke about a lot of different things. You know, around not even all about cricket, some about other sports, and a lot about what it's like to be coaching and how much he enjoyed some of the you know moments in his career. All that sort of thing came out, and then they got onto the inevitable: you're sacking his coach. And Justin did say, he said this was the thrust. Please don't think I'm quoting him here because I can't remember exactly his words, but. The thrust of it was, I was trying to find out what their problem was. I was hearing there was a problem, not from the players, mm. from the media. I was hearing there was a problem. I was trying to find out what their problem was, and they wouldn't talk to him. You know, they were basically saying, no, no, it's not me. It's no problem. And he said, and clearly someone was leaking it to the media, and he called whoever's doing that a coward. So... There's someone in, in that organisation who was But then he's was. also come out um, on the day after the podcast on Channel 7 saying, no, no, he wasn't saying the players were cowards. It was the media. But that's not the way no. I yes. interpreted it from the, no. the, from the interview. Yeah. I, I thought he, he said the word, I wouldn't use the word source. I'd mm. use the word coward. Yeah. Now. So it, hang on. That's, that doesn't exclude the players, does it? I think that is a direct shot at the pl- look. Mm. He's he's jilted. He's, there's no doubt. He, let's in fact let's have a little listen. This is only a snippet, as you said, Richard. It goes for a long time. This interview on Code Sports, but here's a little snippet. They say in leadership, the captain comes out one when the iceberg presents when there's crisis, two when there's stormy waters, or three when there's mutiny on deck. What I've learned about mutiny on deck is that it's usually one or two voices. And they're the loudest voices, and people listen to loud voices. When I finished with the Australian career, I, I would have got messages that make you cry from 90% of the players. So I don't know, mate. You'd have to ask someone else. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? That he said he thinks it's a, it's a couple of players, well, obviously a couple of players, because mutiny on deck doesn't mean the, you know, the people around the team. That means the team. There's a couple of players that have, have driven this. I don't know. He, Justin, that's Justin's side of the story, which he's entitled to have. I'm sure there's another side. It's been a real interesting week because the podcast, he's saying one thing. And then on the news on Channel 7 the next day, he's saying that the boys are like his sons and he's got great mm. relationships with them. So, mm. um, gee, gee, they were successful. They knifed him. They, I mean, let's not kid yeah. ourselves. Cricket Australia offered him a six-month contract, which is, as you two would know, when you get an offer like that, it is, look, we don't, we want you to go, but we don't want blood on our hands, so we'd rather you just walk away. And That's we can get organised. Be aware, you're going. Which is yeah. insulting considering what he, where he got the team from 2018 yes. to where he got them. I mean, obviously, won an Ashes away. They won the, the T20 World Cup in Dubai last year. So he, he had some extreme success with this team. They perform, And he took them from a place where the team was, you know, emotionally and and even, you know, performance-wise, kind of in the dumps, you know, on their, not, I would say on their knees, but they were they were down there. He took oh, them to those much. heights. And by his own admission, even in that podcast, he's, he's, you know, the performance is everything. You don't get a chance to just take time off. You look for the next thing that you're going to do. And they performed under that regime, but maybe they didn't like it. Mm. The interesting, I was reading an article from... Uh, in the, in the newspaper today, and, and Mike Hussey actually has come out and said, said that uh, he's afraid that now the WA crowd are going to be booing the Australian team this test series. They've done that before. Yep. 
Remember they booed Ian Healy once because he took Tim Zuru's place a long time ago. But the Western Australia, a Western Australia crowd is pro-Western Australia before they're pro-Australia. That's right. And they're so, I mean, Justin Langer is such a patriotic Western Australian that he's just, they're afraid that this they're going to boo the Australian team. Do you know what I got from his interview? This is my take on his interview. I took it that. He's a, he seemed like a pretty intense character. Yes. Um, he says that's misunderstood, but he seemed like a pretty intense mm. character. And he was, he put a lot of pressure on those players to perform and they did perform, but they didn't like it. They, they, they had someone else in mind who wasn't going to put that much pressure. Maybe on. not that they, they didn't like it, but maybe moving forward for another two, four years, it may not have been they may not have been able to sustain that intensity. One triple three five three. Uh, oh, he's intense, Rich. He's intense. Did you not see that documentary? Was it called The Test? Yeah. And he's in, like, you watch that, and you think, well, this is this is going to be a short term thing. You know, I I have been accused of being, you know, somewhat demanding at times. <laughs> right? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if you're trying to get a team to perform every individual at their absolute right. best. Yeah, they but, have to know what's yeah, but expected. With the Australian cricket team, they also spend a hell of a lot of time together off the field, in the hotels and everything, and sometimes it needs to be switched off. All right, 13353, is, uh, has he got every right to complain or is he a whinger? 13353, Dead Set Legends. Game, set and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Triple M, they said legends. I was about to say something off here that would have got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> They're dangerous mics, aren't they? Oh, I know. I just thank God I just heard that. Yeah, that little change thing. in pitch. That's in the, yeah. exactly right. One triple three five three. Uh, Saturday morning, Dead Set Legends, Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, Dan Ganane. I got some good news. I'm sure you're waiting with bated breath, but I finally got that bag back from a legion no. airway. No, you didn't. Forty three days. Most of it at Memphis Airport. They finally sent it back. Now, for those who haven't heard this saga that has gone on, you had an Apple AirTag in the bag. Oh, what a lifesaver. And how does that work? You just look up the where it is, where it's the AirTag like, is. Yeah, it's like a little battery that goes, well, it's a shape, battery shape thing that little goes. little flat disc, isn't that's it? That's right. Like you, put, you, you put it yeah. in, you zip it up in the, in the, in the suitcase, and then on your, on your Apple iPhone, I don't like advertising Apple, by the way, but anyway, uh, this thing works. This thing works. (laughs) And it it pops up wherever you are in the world. The the only thing the AirTag needs is it needs to be around an iPhone because it pings, it sends signals. But what it is needs it? mesh network with other iPhones. Apparently. So it needs other it needs other iPhone it needs an iPhone within ten meters. To, what a clever thing. A brilliant idea. Yeah. Are you anyway. sure this is not an ad for Apple? No, no. Are you not an I've influencer? Been reading. People have been getting their stolen stuff back because these dumb criminals have been stealing stuff and not checking that it hasn't got the, the wow. air tags in it. Anyway. And the, they just, the guys just looked at it and said, oh, yeah, that bloke, that's, my hey, wallet went missing that's in the a hotel good idea. lobby. It's in room in 17. Car. You should put one in your I've car. I've got one in the car. Because I always forget where I park. I live in an apartment area, so I always forget where I park. Could put on, brilliant. Could put them on your kids, your dog. You're always going to go one step. But can I tell you about this airline? So, right, uh, you know, I finally found a phone number to call them directly. This is after about five or six weeks. And having conversations with them, the person in Memphis is actually quite nice. 
and they've gone, oh, do you know anyone? Do you know anyone in America we can send it to? And I've gone, no, you have to send yeah. it to Australia. Donald you, Trump, you've send missed, it to Mar-a-Lago. You missed, you missed your window. I left America long ago. Or well, that's where we run into some problems. I said, what's the problem? He said, well, there's a lot of red tape to get through. I said, oh, can I stop you there? Is the red tape, you don't want to pay for the FedEx to get it to Australia. He said, yes, sir, that's right. They didn't want to pay for the FedEx. No. Anyway, they finally did. So anyway, the did saga's you, did over. You, did, you didn't say it, did you? What's that? Don't you know who I am? Yeah, I don't think it would work, Richard. I don't <laughs> think the person at the Legion Airlines in Memphis here. <laughs> so that's your thing, mate. No, I don't that do that. your thing. Ne- for, I've never that done that. Candice does it all the time. that to be a top of memory means that that is your go-to. Yes. Candace would Instagram it. She'd go, give me a good, uh, give, oh, look after me and what? I'll give you a wrap It'd on be Instagram. all over that newspaper that you work with. Oh, what's, what's it called? Get off the grass. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. The disgusting airline, Allegiant Airlines, never to be mentioned again on this show. <laughs> Triple M, Dead Set Legends, sports update next. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. This week, our show is brought to you by Betfair. Find better odds, get expert tips this Soccer World Cup by joining Betfair Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports. Yes, it is the Dead Set Legends. Paul Gallen went out on his feet. In fact, well, he did better than that. He went out uh, with a decisive enough win over Justin Hodges. His record... Um, I'm tempted to say ends at 15-2-1, 15 wins, two losses and a draw. I I think it is the end, but you, you never know with boxes and what, what if, what if he gets <laughs> another 15, Entertainers of any well, what if What if someone, he's a promoter, says, I'll give you, you and Sonny Bill, 10 million each. It's going to be hard to turn And that's down. the thing. In three years, it's reported that he's made $25 million dollars from all those fights. I mean, that's pretty smart. It's unbelievable. More than what he mm. would have made playing for oh, the Sharks. Oh, my you know God, what? yes. That, that is unbelievable that we are so parochial. We're, we're happy to pay that sort of money for local blokes to fight local blokes. And he always said, I'm what a he prize did. fighter. Good promotion. Yeah. Good promotion. Uh, he only had three or four fights against fair income boxers. And well, I suppose, look, look, you get in the ring with anyone, you're tough. And, yeah. And, um, but a lot of those are against footballers. You look yeah. at these record early, they were charity fights over in New Zealand. It's a, it's a brilliant story. And, um, you know, at 41. I think though, when he starts to do like the double header, when he had, um, he fought Hennett and then Hodges, I don't know. It's just for me, it's. People paid for it. There's no way people would have paid true. for Gallon v. Hannett on its own or Gallon v. Hodges the first time on its own, but you put them together. Is it that is he ran out of people to fight? Like he always wanted to fight Sonny Bill, and that never happened. There's always footballers that'd be willing to step up. Like Takayaho fought the other night. He looks like a boxer. Um, you know, he needs some seasoning, but that that always come through. He's 41. I think it comes down to his family as well. Um, last time he said. I think his wife and his kids just have had enough what as well. What he it for? Because it's a huge sacrifice. When you're training to be a boxer or to have a fight, it's a huge sacrifice. And I think going from professional How much money football, does anyone need? Well, you, 
no one needs 25 million, but once you've got it, you probably want more. That's how you get uh, it. Do you think he's happy about that figure getting out? I mean, well, it's a figure to be proud of, but I'm not sure I want the tax true? man hearing it. Is it true? Well, I think someone's just added certain. Uh, I, I don't knows? think, you know what? I don't think it'd be that far off the mark. Do you know that boxes, they do go on though. 41's not necessarily the end. I mean, George Foreman was world champion at 46, and then Bernard Hopkins fought on till he was well in his 40s. Yeah. They don't do it, but they're professionals. These guys have been boxers their whole right. lives. And Gallon had 400 first grade yeah. games. I mean, the body's probably battered. Uh, one test left for the Wallabies on this tour of Europe. It's against Wales, who Australia has overtaken on the world rankings. And it was another heartbreaker last week. My God. Against great teams, they seem to lose just. And against bad teams, they seem to lose just. Italy, they lost just. Ireland last week, world number one, 13 um, 10. Uh, and and it was a late penalty goal that did them in. Now, a stack of important players are missing for the Wallabies. Bad timing for Dave Rennie, because this, can we agree, is probably make or break. If they don't beat Wales tonight, he probably doesn't coach again. I think that I think the, the question for the Wallabies stretch far beyond Dave Rennie's reign. I think it, it's 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 now the, the change in the mix of sports that, children are playing at schools that's starting to affect and one of these rugby codes got to drop off we can't support if you include australian rules as a quasi you know former part of rugby code um we've got afl um just powering into schools in new south wales and all over the country you've got parents saying you know oh it's a you know rugby is a you know with the head knocks and things like that steering their kids away from that i i just think I just think it can't be resurrected. I think that's it's my a, view. It's oh. also probably a bit of a hard grind unless you're playing for the Wallabies or your state, like the Brumbies or or the Waratahs at that level. The next level down, these guys, like if you're playing Sydney Uni, Gordon, Ramwick, they're making next to nothing. Mm. I mean, it's it's there isn't a lot of incentive. And, and these there. other sports are going to cherry pick the kids, the, right. the the big you know tough kids that would normally have gone to the Wallabies. They're going to be cherry picked out to rugby. Rugby league and to perhaps AFL. There's still something in this sport. Half a million watch that Bledisloe game where we were robbed. You go down to Coogee Oval, it's chockers on a Saturday over. There is still – this game is not dead, Richard. No, no. I don't know how but they resurrect it. But if but the Wallabies to get rid of Rennie, though, who will take over? Yeah. That's the big problem. Who wants the job? They mm. can't, they can't, we, we can't don't look promote at us. I, I don't know. <laughs> Eddie – Michael well, Checker. I'll always say Eddie. <laughs> oh, me too. World Cup, um, two draws. Gee, there's been a lot of nil-nils at this World Cup. England, USA, nil-nil. That was the last game this morning. Apparently, USA were very good and could have easily have won that game. Um, and uh, by the way, may I say, SBS doing an excellent job. Apparently, they had some streaming problems this morning. Wouldn't, they, wouldn't it ironic that they got the rights of Optus a few years ago for the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, such was the demand. But anyway, I've loved the coverage with yep. Boz and Craig Foster. and The host uh, nation, uh, Qatar, they're out. Yeah, yeah um, earliest exit by a host nation ever. That's right. And a host nation to lose their opening match. Yes. That's a first they as well. They got a few records out of this. So they lost to Senegal 3-1. Iran beat Wales 2-0. Those two goals came very late. Netherlands, Ecuador 1-1. I was going to question whether, you know, Asia was a, you know, a, a, a real force in conference in the, but the eight, couple of Asian teams, Iran, uh, they're doing well. Yes, we suck, Richard. That's the point. It's not all of Asia. We no. suck. <laughs> no, because some of the Asian teams are doing really well. well it's been no one well, game. There's a good chance tonight that Australia could possibly 
get three points. Robbie Slater's going to join us. I hope that's the case, Candice. You want to hear a couple of foreign goals? Please. So I think we do What do you this, mean foreign goals? Well, goals in you'll hear in a foreign language. Oh, I get it. I've done this all these World Cups when I'm here on Triple M. I always try and find these because they're always a bit fun. Japan, what a win over Germany. Yes. Here's how their commentary called their winner. For Japanese, that's pretty out there. They're normally so polite, in you, the, even in their commentary. Have it's you normally seen sedate. some of their TV shows? That just goes for an hour. <laughs> that. Or, and, but, all right, the other upset, Saudi Arabia over Argentina. Just keeps going. <laughs> wow, he's going to need an oxyviver oh, after that. Yeah, yeah. Now, to keep it up, oh. It's the energy of this man. Either that or he's having his prostate check. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, one triple three five three. You want to be part of the Candace quiz? Quiz. It's coming no, up next. No. We're giving away another Bingley voucher for a hundred bucks. The Candice quiz. One triple three five three. Give us a call now. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner. Uh, great service, great brands, great value at Bingley. Now available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day. What do you think these people are buying with a hundred dollar voucher? It's always hundred dollars, Rich, because. Never jackpots because, you know. Could it's, be like yeah. a vacuum filter. Vacuum filter? Yeah. That I'm going to take my, bucks. I'm gonna no, take my $100 voucher that I won down <laughs> for a nice new vacuum filter. <laughs> James from Kellyville <laughs> Ridge, good I'm morning thinking. to you. What are you going to spend the 100 bucks on at Bing Lee if you get the prize today? Good morning. I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So here's the problem. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends 4, Candace's Quiz. I'd end up, the problem is... To the great service, yes. great brands, great value, now available in store and online at Bing Lee. Better living every day. I've interrupted at 40 weeks I in a row. I think it needs to be longer. I, I, what, the intro? Yeah. It couldn't be so, longer. So here's the problem with the $100 Bing Lee voucher. I know I'd turn up at Bing Lee and see something for 700 bucks, and now I'm 600 in the hole. That's Unless what you go, they, no. That's their plan. <laughs> Unless you go on Good Friday sales. It's a very clever plan. you got $100. Black Friday sales. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's what I meant. But they'll upsell you another 400 Yeah, well, that's, that's right. what we should have, Good Friday sales. Yeah. There's another day. Uh, you know, like Christmas sales. Anyway, uh, take over. This is oh, your segment. No, I just, okay. James, um, thank you for calling up today. You'll be going So up James against... is a conce- contestant. Yes. How are you, James? I'm oh, well. Listen, don't ask him. Lo- <clears throat> love love the segment too, Candice. Oh, thank you so much. I re- oh, I'll do whatever I can. You've already got through, James. You don't need the suck So much. All right. Well, you're up against Richard today, and Richard, you've got the first question. Oh, yeah. Um, France beat the Socceroos 4-0 on Wednesday morning. No, they didn't. Who, no, they didn't. 4-1, sorry. So it's false. No. <laughs> it was 4-1. Sorry, I made a mistake. Oh, now you're changing the question. No. Who scored the goal for the Socceroos? 
Oh, I know this. But I don't. So you tell it. No. Not watch the six o'clock news. No. Where where the story was? Uh, in fact, I'll I'll yeah. save that for Robbie Slater. How patronising our media has become. All right, Richard, we were quickly. happy to get one goal at the World Cup. Just beat just give me, me out. Just give me one name of the soccerers then, and just just Graham guess. Arnold. Okay. All right. No, it was Craig Goodwin. Good on you, Craig. All right, James. There was the there were three rugby league World Cup finals in Manchester last weekend. Which of them was not won by Australia? Uh, That's a good question. Okay, yeah. so there was the. I'll no, give no, it. It's no, a multiple no, choice. No, no, no. 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 Okay. You've asked right. the men, question. The men's one, the women's one, yes. whoever the other one was. Yeah, which was the other one? Power chair. The which one? Power chair or chair, wheelchair? Yes. All right. Good boy, James. I, th- I think Candice is leading the witness, but okay. okay. Yeah. All right, Richard, who do the Sydney Kings play on Monday night? Oh. You like Taipans? <laughs> what a guess. Oh. Well, there's only about eight teams and they're 10 teams. <laughs> you, okay. All right, James. Which boxer bowed out of boxing a winner this week, defeating oh, Queensland origin on. rival Josh, just been Justin on the Hodges? Show. <laughs> come on. The mighty G train Paul Gallon. Yes. Former schoolmate. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. What was he like what was at school? Like? Yeah. No, he's a good bloke. Yeah, top bloke. Yeah, you got to say that now. <laughs> Punch your head. Or is this at like Maryland, somewhere around Hopefully there? Hopefully he gives me a sling of the 25 mil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd oh, be all right. Just a little touch. What school is this? Uh, Paramaris High. That's right. That's right. All right, Richard. That's another correct answer. <laughs> yeah, Richard, you have to get this question right. To stay Otherwise, in the contest. James wins. Yeah. Yes. You're probably going to get it wrong anyway. Thank you. Okay. Ireland are top of the world rankings in men's rugby union after a sensational run of victories. They have played nine countries this year, beating eight of them. Which team did they not beat? I don't know. I'll pick any one of them. I'm just pick one. South Africa. I'd say no. England. No, you're both wrong. It was France. I was oh, going to give, next I was how, going to how, give how you multiple choice. I was going to give you multiple choice, but then how there was a chance. I, how did I miss you that France Island game? Anyway, James, the the you night. are the winner of the hundred dollars Bingley voucher this week. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank All you. All right. You didn't even have even to suck up at the start. Now. Yeah, he did suck up. That's but he, all right. But he's getting his That's all right. He seems like a nice Why bloke. Why are you so against the caller winning? I'm against you just feeding it to did them. I, did I do that today? And have it. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Did I? Who beat Justin Hodges on the week again? Yeah. They oh, were well. just on the show. Three minutes after was we on, spoke on about it. Triple M. Well done. Well done, James. <laughs> Bingley. Bingley providing that prize. Triple M dead set. Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Oh, I'll never look at those people the same way again. Um, <laughs> Candace, good morning. One hour left today. Candace, can you please give me your strident opinion on Christmas trees and the date? What? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I have a. I don't understand why people put their Christmas trees up before December 1. Why do you care? Oh, why is that your And then you take your Christmas tree down a week after Christmas. Why, why do you care? I, I do. I just find it weird you that in November do. Why people December have Christmas. Why December 1, though? Well, why is that your line of demarcation? Well, because isn't that when Advent starts? It's the month of Advent. Is well, it? Not everyone's religious. I mean, I'm Catholic and I don't remember. Yeah, I, I'm, I, know. You're a I know. Well, I was raised a Catholic. Yeah. Not a very well, what does that mean? Yeah, that I'm mean? Catholic. What does that mean? 
Well, I thought, you know. Oh, you should have been thrown yes. out of the church years oh, ago. Hey, you should Let's have. Stop. <laughs> We're going down a very slippery slope here. I suggest we... Nothing so, wrong so, with so me. So December oh. 1 is the date that you're. it's acceptable. Oh, I think so. I, I always thought January 2 for the tree removal. But that no, that's not a hard and fast rule. Well, it, I guess it's seven days after Christmas. Well, January 6 is Epiphany. The, you know the day for the removal of the tree? But you, the council pickup. Can though. I tell you what's more concerning <laughs> is that off-air Richard did not know what an advent calendar oh, I had was. no idea. Still don't. Wow. What is an advent calendar? It's from December 1. You go, you, there's this little calendar with chocolates in it and you open up the little window and you get a chocolate each day. Why? Because that's what an advent calendar See, because is. Because you did it at school doesn't mean everyone did it at school. There, is, there that, is no reason for this. Why would I know about it? You would it? see them at Big W, at Woolworths, at Kmart, at everywhere. No, I wouldn't. All right, we're gibbering now. <laughs> Robbie Slater is going to talk Socceroos after this. Socceroos, big game tonight. Is this the one where we break our drought when we play Tunisia? here? That's next. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M. Uh, dire Straits, Dead Said Legends. You'd be a Dire Straits man. Rich. Yes, yes, brothers in arms. That was a Did big, you see him out big, here? Uh, I have seen him. That would have been at the entertainment centre. Yeah, it was a stadium. It was in Melbourne. Okay, very good. Mm. Uh, Triple M, as I said, Dead Said Legends. I'm not going to ask you, Candice, because that would be too old for you, the uh, Dire Straits people. I knew that was Dire Straits. I understand you. Knew, yeah, because it's on the bloody <laughs> yeah. screen again. We're not falling for that trick again. Robbie Slater, good morning. Good morning. Yes, I love. I'm certainly at the age of Die Straits, and <laughs> yes. uh, it's a little. It's a, it's one of my favourite bands as well because it's a little bit like my life uh, has been in Die Straits. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something, <laughs> Robbie. Have you ever heard of an advent calendar? An advent. Calendar? There you I are. The, the calendars that you, you get the chocolates out of. No. Oh, right. No, no. See, see, Candace, that's your youth coming through. Robbie, thank you for Robbie, joining us. You. I know, look, these four, four games a day is killing us, as wonderful as oh. it is. <laughs> right. It Mate, is. It's sleep deprivation, there's no doubt about that. And um, it was like pulling teeth watching England this morning, to be fair. Now, um, was that yeah. an ordinary game? Because I'm reading reports here that the USA actually really challenged them. Yeah, no, no, USA were a better side. And uh, probably a little... Well, they dominated the game, in my point. And that's why, you know, after Iran, and Iran bounced back with a fantastic win over Wales, mm. um, two goals in injury time, it was very exciting. But England were dominated, I thought, by USA, and USA were the better side for that. I can't see England winning this tournament if, if they're going to perform like that against USA. And that's no disrespect to USA or a decent side. I don't think USA would dominate uh, France or a Brazil, for instance, or a Spain. So, but anyway, the English—it's still a pretty good point for them because they've opened, um, you know, with that win over Iran. So they're sitting on four points on top of the table with Wales losing to Iran. And uh, amazingly, after being beaten six-two, thrashed by England, Iran sit in second spot with mm. uh, three points. So they've got every chance when they play the USA. Uh, that'll be some game uh, to progress to the next round. So it's uh, a tricky group. Now, Robbie, the Socceroos are taking on Tunisia tonight at 9pm. It's a game where Australia, the Socceroos will think this is at three points for them and, and probably a game that Tunisia thinks, oh, well, that's three points for them as well, like for, for themselves. Yeah. Well, everyone looks at us, Candace, as, you know, 
no, this is no disrespect to our side, but as much as we look at Tunisia as, okay, this is where we've got to get three points, and we do, but they look at us in the same way. Yep. They're thinking, right, yeah. we've got to get three points because Australia is, you know, not that good. Probably the weakest team yeah. on paper in the group. They've got some very good players. Jabali, the striker up front, is very dangerous. They've got two very good midfielders who play in the Bundesliga for Cologne. Um, and they've got a player who plays in League One. Uh, so they've got you know, better standard players because we've got no one in the top leagues at the moment. So, no. But we need to, you know, you've just got to go out there and play a bit freer. Against France, there was a lot of criticism on Onani, shock horror, um, that we should have come out and attacked France. Well, you know, we would probably cost seven or eight if we did that. We were just beaten by a better side. That's quite simple. They're world champions. Their subs that came on play for Bayern Munich and AC Milan and Juventus. Ours play for the Central Coast Mariners. That's just the simple reality of it is that they were a better side and they beat us well as world champions should. Yes, indeed. Uh, Robbie, one week in yes. to this uh, this tournament. Now, uh, yes. you'd have to say that Iran is the surprise packet so far, you would think. Am I right in saying that? Iran? Yeah. Well, given that they got smashed 6-2 in their opening, it was a surprise they came out and beat Wales. <laughs> Jeez, Rich, that's a bad question. But, but, no, 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 Robbie, let's pull this up. Let's, Rich, that's a bad question. Of all the teams you could have picked, like Saudi Arabia beat um, Argentina, Japan beat Germany, and you've picked Iran as the surprise. <laughs> Richard, get, right. you, you are banned for the rest I'm, of this interview. Mate, I'm going to yeah. All right, I'll rephrase Richard, the question. Richard, who's been the Richard. surprise packet and who's been Richard, the disappointment? Uh, Dan yes. and Candice. Yeah. Please instruct Richard that I won't answer any of his questions from here on. <laughs> so if, if I'm going to answer Richard's question, I'll answer it to one of you two guys, and you can relate. Okay, to yes, yes. Okay, yes. but Richard, we'll let you off if you give us the uh, the winner in the in the fifth. No, well, I'll I'll do my best. It's after this. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's noticed. We anyway, haven't... Japan, Japan, yeah. Saudi's obviously beating Argentina. They were the two big upsets, uh, but Japan, I I picked them ahead of. Saudi in some respects because of the way they played against Germany. They they were terrific for their win. Um, Argentina were disappointing. They're one of the pre-tournament favourites. But look, if you're going to the surprise at the moment, it's those two that have uh, you know, really shocked with beating you know, tier one opponents, if you want to put it like that, in Argentina and Germany. We can talk about all the controversies, the armbands. I want to ask you this. The, the, the yes. big change on pitch has been these outrageous, well, what seems to be outrageous um, injury time periods that go for <laughs> 8 minutes, 11 minutes, 14 minutes. Now, FIFA says, well, we just want to keep more ball in play, VARs, yeah. goal celebrations. You're actually getting what you pay for. Do you like these, well... Th- yeah, I kind of like it, Dan. I, I, I think, it, you know, normally when you get to the end of a game, or, or you're approaching the 90 minutes, you're thinking, okay, well, this team's probably won it. Okay, there might be three minutes, four minutes. They should be able to survive that. But all of a sudden, it's like an extra quarter. You know, like yeah. it's, you're getting 14 minutes, 11 minutes. And that was seen yesterday with the Wales v Iran game, where Iran scored in the 94th and the 97th <laughs> minute. And um, so, look, I'm a bit of a fan of it because... Look, we know there's always time wasting. The goalkeeper takes his time to take goal kick. Goes out for throw-ins. Players, you know, you know this doesn't happen very much in football. Players diving. No, uh, no, doesn't, doesn't. No. Nah. And um, so, look, I'm a bit of a fan. I know it can be frustrating. 
for for a team that's all the fans of a team that say winning one nil or you know and they're just looking for the game to end and then up pops eleven minutes. But I kind of like it. Mm. All right, it was one of those things. It's just taking us a while to get used to. All right. Thank you very much, Robbie. Enjoy the rest of the tour. We're only one week in. We've got another three or four weeks to go. Enjoy yeah, the rest no, no, of it, mate. I should be your go-to man. You can call me anytime you want. Beautiful. And I'll probably see Candice. Will I see you on Tuesday or, and Dan, maybe? Not me. No, not me. I'll be in Perth. <laughs> you might have me. <laughs> Are you uh, in there, <laughs> You can ask me another scintillating question. Hey, 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 hey. I'll hey, ask hey, him but... how good's Qatar been at this tournament. They're yeah. oh, great. They have they been diabolical. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, they They've lost their second game at home. You know, the home nation. Yeah, it's a bit. It's not good for for the local fans that have, you know, had twelve years build up to a home World Cup World Cup event, and they've certainly uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but sixty five hundred migrant workers died. I don't think anyone's feeling sucky for their soccer team. See you, Robbie. That's what I like about you, Dan. Goodbye. Straight to the jugular, (laughs) Dan. Triple M dead said legend. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms. Or the car park. Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Dead Set Legends on Triple M. <laughs> Point has been proved. More people call for the tickets to the Kings than Candace's $100 Bingley voucher. No, now, that's not true. It is true. It isn't true. It is true. No, I think it is true. don't misinform our listeners. You, you stood try- there and looked at that board light up and then just denied it. You're yep. like Donald Trump. <laughs> Fake news. It's all fake like news. Ralph Wiggum's heartbreaking. You can see her heartbreak right there when we got to the 10th call. We filled the board. Well, for then Kings. how can we get such good They're callers for my quiz each week? They're still ringing. I don't know how you get any callers for your quiz. <sighs> all right. You the Sydney what? Kings. Con- yeah, breaking my heart. Yeah, that was, oh, yes, that was one, one too many, Rich. The Sydney Kings <laughs> continue their title defence. It's against the Sixers next Sunday. 36 is a Kudos Bank Arena. Get your tickets at Ticketek. It is always a good day, Sunday afternoon. I'm just saying the $100 Bingley voucher outranks a family pass to the Kings. So, In your opinion. So so for the the fact that more callers rang, uh, called for the, for the Kings, says your quiz needs tweaking. That's what I'm saying. Or we maybe need... $200 Okay. <laughs> if it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Cam Smith, the golfer, he might be a pariah in some parts of the golfing world because of that defection to live, but not here. Have not in seen, Queensland. Have you seen those scenes? Wonderful stuff. He's one off the pace of the Australian PGA up in Brisbane. He's never looked happier. Well, Speak- why wouldn't he look happy? He just pocketed, he trousered $100 million. It's look. He's a Queenslander, so there is the parochial factor. Queenslander in Queensland. Adam Scott as well, by the way. Do you see that putty sink at the party hole? So mm-hmm. every every event now has to have a party hole, and it actually looks like a really fun atmosphere. He hadn't smiled. I hadn't seen him smile on that on a golf course since the Masters. He's a Queenslander too. I, I understand that, but what now? So you've got to factor that in. But I don't think Australians care about the place that affected the live, to oh, be no honest. No way they don't. No way. It's just so good to see them back here. They don't get to play golf in Australia very often. And why wouldn't you love coming home? Well, that's Christmas, the thing. Yeah, that live just... has brought the champions back here to play or allowed them or it's been able, they've been able to come back and play. Well, Adelaide's got that tournament um, uh, next year, yes. a live event. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's going to have, if yep. they all come, mm-hmm. 
Because gonna, that'll be the biggest event in Australia outside of a president's and cup. And this is another reason why Cam Smith and these guys go to live is because there's less tournaments Correct. for them to play, so they have a better lifestyle. And they can spend more time at home and therefore exactly. play in our local tournaments. So that's why I think, yeah. you know, defecting to live has probably been good for Australian golf. Now, test series between the Aussies and the Windy starts on Wednesday, and if we've learned anything from the tour games, uh, I'm afraid to say these Windies might not, might not be very good. Uh, they're currently struggling against the PM's 11 in Canberra. Now, it's pretty good PM's 11, but it's not the test team. Uh, in fact, the PM's side had to make a charitable declaration just it to make the match interesting. It has been a day-night test, though. Understand. Yep. Understand. Yeah, but the PM side is significantly better than a test team, yep. essentially. Chander Paul got um, 119. Yes, that's the son of. Yes. Paul Jr. Yes. Now, last week, this this is the warning sign. Windy's played a combined New South Wales and ACT side in a three-day game. New South Wales ACT scored four for 426. Mm. I do have to laugh, though. The, when I said he got 119, that was off 293 balls. Ouch. Oh, he took Ouch. the shine off the ball. Oh, took my that goodness. took the shine off, off two balls. <laughs> and the real estate world thought that uncovered a huge sporting story when Buddy Franklin and his wife brought a $9 million house on the Gold Coast. Oh, this is going to be his next club. I know. Gonna, he's not going to go on after next year, is he? I don't know. Maybe he'll do some coaching up there. I don't know. I think you've, you're jumping the gun there, Dan. There's, there's, I'm suggesting. Someone will pay him. Looks like there'll be a few extra rooms to have some friends over. It's a nice house. Yeah. It's a nice spread. Looks great. All right. Oh, she's got rich envy. No. Is your house better? I like my house. It's not better, not worse. Is it worth worse. more than $9 million? I don't know. Triple Probably M. not. Triple M. Hmm, probably not. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Oh, Richard's tip is next. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Now, Richard had a credible defeat last week. You said you picked a 30 to 1 shot or something. And 40. You, okay, 40 to now, 1. I said and last it, week, had a good run. I said last week, if he does everything right, he's a real chance. He didn't do everything right. He missed the start. He rattled home and ran fourth at 40 to 1. Now, I take that as a credible defeat. Oh, How many 40 can't. to 1 winners can, can, or 40 to 1 horses can you tip? With any degree of confidence. We still lost money. Yeah, it doesn't put food on the table. Oh, I know. So anyway. what have you got today? Well, I'm sticking with my own horses because I've been, I've been more accurate with them. Um, I've got a runner at the Gold Coast today in race seven. Okay. A number one, Juan Diva. She'll run well. Drawn awkwardly, but she'll uh, still run well. $4.80, that's respectable. Yeah. Equal favourite with She's Coco been, Rocks. She'll quite, probably run Quite fourth. well backed uh, over the course of the last few days. Uh, last start uh, uh, didn't finish in that. the top ten. Don't worry about that. Wet track doesn't like them. I had to run up because I needed to get a race fit. So bad barrier. Barrier's awkward, but she has sat, sat three deep with cover and without cover and one. I'm, so not, I, I'm not feeling very confident. Some negatives here. I, I mean, it's four All right, don't bet. Don't bet on. Oh, and I don't have win to back it, Richard, <laughs> because right. the one week, the one week I don't back your thing, it'll bloody win. <laughs> All right, Gold Coast race seven. <laughs> Number one, Juan Diva. Your you, whole life is a grievance. Do you that's, own this that's thing? not true. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. People say I'm contrary, but I'm not, you know. <laughs> ah, ding, ding, ding. Uh, All right, Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. You can hear this man on the Rusty's Garage podcast. Of course, it's for free on the listener app. Good morning, Rusty. 
and we're full of beans and we're a box of birds, as they say today. How are we? You know what? The, oh, soccer, the soccer has ruined me, Rusty. <laughs> you, you know what that's like when the F1 on a Sunday night, Monday morning is stuffed. I'm buggered. Yep. Now, yep. we all know Daniel Ricciardo is going home. It's back to Red Bull, but there's no chance of him uh, actually, let's be honest, he's not going to drive, is he? Well, I mean, to, I think, expand on what we spoke about on last week's show, we were a little nervous about a potential international incident over the Tasman because young Liam Lawson, the Kiwi, is their reserve driver, and he is staying on in that role. So let's say mm-hmm. Max Verstappen or Sergio Perez gets crook next year. Liam is the first person they'll turn to. Dan is what they call the third driver. He'll do uh, simulator work and other activities. Yeah, he's like carries their bags for them. <laughs> Picks Second them up in reserve. reserve. He, he's in the family and, and back with those colours. And uh, I think he'll have a little reset year, Richard, and, and hopefully do what Kimi Raikkonen did and, and come back at, uh, at some stage, 2024 or beyond. Do you know what I want for Christmas? What? No more stories about Dan Ricciardo. Oh, I'm trying to do this bloke out of a job. <laughs> he hasn't got Very a job. Hard. He's picking them up at the airport. He's pe- taking their dry cleaning. You know, that's what he's doing now. You've never you been know, sacked in your life, Richard. Just about to be, I think. <laughs> anyway. There's a, funny, there's a funny exchange on socials today where they talked about could he possibly make a wild card drive appearance at Las Vegas. And uh, it wasn't sort of immediately shut down by the governing body. Right. A few people are now going, oh, is this possible? Okay. So, anyway. Okay. Oscar Piastri. Now, this kid can drive a bit, can't he? He went to McLaren sure to, to the Abu Dhabi testing facility there and apparently showed up a few of the uh, more established rivals. Went very, very handily, Richard, against his teammate, too, Lando Norris, who's been the benchmark for us in all that discussion this year about Dan and so on. So very hard to read into this stuff about who is doing what during testing because they try different things on those cars. Some will do a lighter or qualifying specification run. Others will do longer uh, distance runs with heavier fuel and so on. So you're not always comparing apples with apples. But, you know, you all know in sport how valuable confidence is, and that's a very confidence-inspiring start for this young man who has a lot of talent. Rusty, next year's calendar, um, Supercars calendar is out, and the Sandown 500 endurance race is back. But the Kiwis aren't happy. No, they're not. So um, we had the farewell for the Pukekohe circuit this year. It was a sellout, an absolutely massive crowd. There's a huge thirst or interest for the sport over there, and they desperately want it back. They, for a variety of reasons, can't seem to settle on the right venue. The one they think it might go to, supercars, fields, needs some safety upgrades. It also puts it beyond the realm of, uh, of the, the Auckland uh, region, if you like, so that then affects tourism money. Plus, the main thing is the cost of shipping the cars is, is enormously expensive. So they've announced a 12-round calendar, kicks off in Newcastle uh, on the 10th of March. As you rightly say, the Sandown 500, which is the traditional precursor to Bathurst, is back in the middle of September, and it all wraps up in um, in Adelaide in, uh, in late November next year. And, of course, they're off to Adelaide for the final round of, uh, of this year's championship yeah, in, uh, in the coming weeks. That's going to be fabulous, Adelaide. Again, used to start the season, now it's going to end the season. We've run out of time, Rusty, but 12 races, that seems low. Didn't it used to be 14? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems on the, on the condensed, side, Dan, but I think what they're going to do here is just gradually build in, mm. in the sense that they've got a brand new car they're debuting next year, so maybe there's a little bit of sense in not biting off more than you okay. can chew as they as they tackle that stuff. Beautiful, Rusty. Uh, if I'm not here next week, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure in 2022, yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, so we, we hope to do it again next year. Thank you for all your help. 
I'm looking forward to it. Take care and have a safe Christmas, and we'll chat to you next week before, uh, before heading off. That's it. Ben Good Leach breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Game, set, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M, we're done for uh, another week. Now, this is whatever happens next week, because I don't know if I'm going to be here next week. Um, Why? Well, test match is on. I have work commitments with Triple M. Yeah, me too. Oh, boo-hoo. What's t- your work commitment? I'm doing stuff with Triple M cricket as well. Oh, one cross. You'd, no. One cross. No. Two crosses you a day. Half an how hour many, every two cross- hours. How many crosses will you be doing? Yeah, it's seven. Eight. Look, I would say the test is still going. Right, next Saturday, I won't be here. But right. the odds are, Richard, the test will be long gone. Right. Have you seen what this West Indies team has produced over here? No. Bugger all. Mate, yes, I have seen, actually. They, they, they been... were outscored by the new, combined New South Wales ACT team, <laughs> and the PM's 11 had to make a generous declaration for them. So I think I'll be here. Not Richard. to yeah. mention the weather that it's going to be boiling That's hot sad. in Perth, around 35 to 37 Ooh, degrees okay. every day. I mean, that pitch is just going to crack well, up. Yeah. I think you're all too young to remember when the West Indies used to come out here in the 70s and 80s, that was the highlight of the cricketing calendar to see because they were so good and so brutally ruthless. Charismatic in doing so. I lament this. Anyway, so it's our last show together. I don't know what's going to happen next year, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, We'll see what what happens. And um, uh, well, Candace has already said she's off for 12 weeks next year. Yeah, I know. So I haven't sorted out what I'm doing. So no. God knows what we're doing. But let's. Uh, no one cares what I'm doing. It's, <laughs> oh, it's perfect music. Yeah. Next year, there's another, another thing I want for Christmas. Get rid of that stupid violin. <laughs> siren you snipers. For it. You ask. I for don't it. ask for it. Siren snipers. You know what a siren sniper is? No. You know when you're, you're sitting in traffic and you can hear the siren coming, you think, oh, I'll get out of the way here and get over, and you pull over, and the, the ambulance goes roaring past, and then 40 cars Follow in. just pull straight out That's behind me. the ambulance. I'm you're that, a siren sniper. I'm, that is me. That is that is antisocial, that. Why? Because you never let people smart like me out. You snooze, you lose, Rich. It's smart driving. They come from a mile back. You know, you're sitting right behind... So you think, oh, come out. No, there's 40 of them. It's like the cyclist getting the draft. You want to get the draft. You want to run in behind the the, the leader. As you're getting older, your reflexes aren't as as good as us younger drivers. (laughs) You younger drivers. These people have been tailing this ambulance for miles, (laughs) miles. There's a caravan of them going past. They're geniuses. Well, I don't like them. All right. And the police should stop them and put them in jail. We are done. (laughs) Uh, uh, Show is back next week. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.